Welcome to the weekend, and welcome to The Barbecue Show with Steve Ray. The Barbecue Show is brought to you by the Alistair's Barbecue Supply and Pro Shop in Ottawa, by the historic Midnight Oil Service Station in Ottawa, by Michelin Tires, because so much is riding on your time, and by all the great barbecue products and supplies at the Owl's Nest Barbecue Supply and Pro Shop. I know you've got questions, and we've got answers, so pick up the phone, 423-267-1023, and let's talk some barbecue. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Owl's Barbecue Show live here on Talk Radio 102.3. I'm Steve Ray. With me, Jeff Maxwell. And we are going to get your, Jeff, I'm going to say barbecue Super Bowl two weekend. Super Bowl one weekend being Memorial Day. You agree? Absolutely. Big weekend. Fourth, Fourth of July is an awesome weekend, a huge weekend for barbecue. Now, listen, here's our number. 423-267-1023. 423-267-1023, no matter where you are, where you're listening, here in Chattanooga or on the World Wide Web, give us a call, 423-267-1023, and we will help you get your 4th of July thoughts organized, your meat tenderized, and all the things that you need for a successful 4th of July barbecue and picnic will help you get there. Uh, we are the broadcast partner of Backyard Smokers Barbecue on Facebook and as as a member of the Dead Broke Barbecue Nation, don't laugh, the Dead Broke Barbecue Nation, we will simulcast to that location as well. And we are so grateful, Mr. 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 Rice, for allowing us, allowing us to we be part honored, honored. Of, the, of the Dead Broke Barbecue Nation. Uh, Joe Varner in the studio. Aaron is right here with us, and those guys are producing the show. We've got we've got Joe up on the uh, video end of things today. So if you're watching on Facebook, the bald headed guy with the big beard, that's Joe. All right, we're in touch, so you be in touch. Follow Al's Nest Barbecue on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. And don't forget, every single one of these shows is uploaded to YouTube and podcast on the Anchor Podcast Network. The What's New in Barbecue segment tonight is brought to you by Choo Choo Barbecue on East Brainerd Road. No time to make your own queue for the 4th? Just call 553-8888, 553-8888, and give your barbecue order to Sean and the gang at Choo Choo Barbecue. Then you go by and you pick it up. Great family, great friends, and great holiday demand great barbecue. Choo Choo Barbecue, East Brainerd Road. And it's finally here, the Royal Oak 100% Charcoal Pellets. I've been only been talking about them for, two, what, six weeks now, Jeff? They finally hit the door this week, and they are here, and we've got them in the, in the showroom at the store, packed up there in the corner. I think we've sold, I bet we've already sold 20, cases, 20 bags, rather. I'll tell you what, I was at the store today, and um, you had the Green Mountain Grill rolling, and yep. it smelled awesome. It smelled good, doesn't it? It smelled awesome. Yeah, it smells good. Uh, we're going to cook with it. We're going to do a pork butt tomorrow. We're going to cook with it, so we'll be able to tell everybody next week how it did with our special guest that we're having next week. We'll tell you more about her later. Um, Owl's Nest Barbecue has more fuel for your grills than anybody else in Chattanooga. Proud to be a Royal Oak dealer. And we have all the great rubs and sauce from Suckle Busters out of Texas. Come by and pick up a bottle of their finishing glaze. If you saw the picture of our whole hog last week on Facebook, that's what you were looking at. Suckle Busters finishing glaze. And it made that hog pop. You'll love it the way it finishes your ribs, too. And now we have the famous Royal Oak tumbleweeds to start your charcoal. And those little stringy, wooden-looking things, we stock those now at the Owl's Barbecue Supply. No more smelly charcoal fluid when you use 
the Royal Oak Tumbleweeds, great for starting campfires, too, available at the Owl's Nest Barbecue Supply. Our number is 267-1023. We are going to jump in the car. We're going to head up to West Virginia here on the Butcher Barbecue Hotline and introduce our friend and one of our regular show visitors. That's right, the one and only America's cookout coach, Steve Dotson, is in the Austin's Barbecue Studio today. What's up, buddy? Not much, just living a dream. How you guys doing? We're doing great. Um, Steve, you're coming off a big uh, grand champion win last week. Tell the, yeah. tell the, don't without getting without getting too in the weeds of competition barbecue. Tell us how you did. Yeah, you know how I can get Steve. Uh, well, basically, you know, it was it was uh, here in West Virginia, right in my backyard, about 30 minutes down the road at the Almost Heaven Barbecue Bash in Roanoke, West Virginia. It's actually the competition I started competing at, but I've never won. Um, and, you know, we just had a solid cook. Uh, the, the week before, we had won the rib category, and we had just a big misstep with chicken. So we were we knew we were pretty close, and, you know, it's just executing and it was kind of special because it was our first grand for this year. You know, last year we had just a bang up year and we've been trying to get back to that point. And uh, also it was our first grand on the new char griller gravity cookers. So, you know, the more I've been cooking with those things, the more I love them. Um, can't recommend them enough to folks in their backyard. And uh, yeah, it was just one of those things that came together. We finally got a win in our state of West Virginia. So it was a couple of first fours and it was just, it was awesome. What a great segue into the uh, char griller gravity feed uh, smoker. Tell us about it. Give us the name of it, Steve. I've all I've wanted to see one. Have not seen one yet. You know, I am a huge, huge gravity feed smoker fan. That's what I compete on. And uh, getting these out to the general public is to me a something that's long, long, long overdue. Right. Yeah. So, so these are uh, the gravity 980 cooker by by char griller. Uh, basically, you can get these either at Lowe's in a, in a really pretty blue color or at Menards, you can get them in a red color. Um, they run a lot like a pellet cooker in that, as opposed to the big gravity cookers that you compete on, these ones are built for you know the backyard enthusiasts. So on one side, we've got a big charcoal hopper. It holds our charcoal. Um, you, you can light it right in the hopper, which also isn't very common with big competition ones. And it's got a built-in um, controller on the other side, sort of like your pellet grill. So... It's a little bit more in depth than a pellet grill because pellet grill you got you push the button and it turns on its own. This one mm-hmm. we light the fire, but after three to five minutes of the fire being lit, you close the doors, you turn the computer on, and you let the fan control uh, the temperatures in the cooker. And at that point, you know uh, we're cooking with charcoal and wood just like I would in any other barbecue pit that I've ever competed on. That's nice. And these things, I, I'm really the more I use them, the more impressed I get. The color's great, the consistency is really where you'll win and lose a barbecue competition. And these things just have been incredible from, from the jump. Now, Steve, on this on this particular one, can you do um, steaks and hamburgers on this? Yeah, so actually I'm, I'm going to film a video for uh, the YouTube channel this weekend, and I'm going to cook a steak on it because I believe these things will push up to 700 degrees. Whoa. Um, yeah, so, so we'll see what it can do. Mm. I always get a little bit nervous when you push an insulated cooker that hot just because – it's going to take a long time to, to cool down and shut yeah. down at the end. But, you know, it's it's one of those things. And on our channel, I like to, to test things and see if conventional wisdom is actually true. And this says it'll do it. I've got no reason to doubt it. But until we see it do it, you know, on the camera, 
I don't feel comfortable telling people that we can. So that's well, what we're going to do this weekend. Well, you know, this is something that um, that was born out of competition barbecue, and there was enough interest um, in this type of cooker that Char Grower picked up on it. And uh, what's the what is the price point on that on this cooker, Steve? So you can step into one of these at uh, five hundred ninety nine dollars, which mm-hmm. to me is is a really good deal for a high quality uh, cook. Like like I said, the um, the materials, you know, it's it's double wall insulated. The hopper is triple wall insulated. It's Chargrill really took their manufacturing to another level with, with this cooker. It's it's as high quality, if not higher quality, than anything I've ever seen put out. Well, that's that. There you go, everybody in the backyard. If you're looking for something to cook on, if you're looking for something a little bit different uh, to cook on, uh, make sure you give the um, the char grill or gravity feed smoker available at Lowe's right now uh, a looksy if you don't want a pellet grill because um, you will get a more distinct barbecue taste from a a gravity feed smoker than you will a pellet smoker. Do you agree, Steve Dotson? I do. I, I do. I, I thought you would because you are America's cookout coach all right let's jump let's jump right into the fourth of july coming up you know this sunday this is you know guys this is a bonus uh bonus holiday you got saturday sunday and monday it's three for one it's not like when fourth of july is on thursday you know it's just it's just a pain in the neck because everybody takes a day off and then you got to come back on friday unless you're in retail well that's that's okay that's okay <laughs> but we're off we're off monday and uh, we're off Sunday, so we get two days. So, and that's a good thing. But um, Steve, we we talked this week, and and you know we can do we can do traditional barbecue, hamburgers, um, hot dogs, brats, and that sort of thing. But I wanted you to delve with us outside of the box, if you may, and um, maybe something that people don't consider uh, grilling food or uh, something they may not consider for the Fourth of July, but usually turns out good. Right. So uh, my head goes sort of two ways with this. Basically, I love that you asked this question because when I feed somebody, I want to give them something they don't get all the time, right? Yeah. In the box is great, but outside of the box is even cooler. So what I like to do is I I do like to stay traditional to some extent, but put a different twist on it. So the thing that if you ask a lot of um, that, um, that I'm sort of known for is uh, a baby back mac and cheese and that sounds like a side dish but i assure you uh if you do it right it's it's more than uh, an entree for you you don't you don't go back for seconds of that if you do you're more of a man than i am but uh basically what <laughs> no wait 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 <laughs> baby back mac and cheese yes sir okay but you don't go back for seconds because if you do you're more of a man than you are. What, You're explain, a fatty. Explain that. I, I'm, a lar- I'm a large man. So well, nobody uh, here is really I, small I, except Aaron. I take up- <laughs> yeah. 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 It, um, I, it's just, it's a lot. It's a lot. So. Never trust but, but, a skinny but, but, pit master. So it's dense. Uh, You're saying this stuff is dense. It is. It will sit on you. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, you got to be careful. I'm with you. With I'm with you. I'm with you. Okay. Um, it, but it checks several boxes for me, right? It. It gets that traditionalness, right? We're gonna we're gonna cook some baby back ribs. Uh, the great thing is we can do them way ahead of time, and so they're sort of they're out of the way, they're done. We're not rushing at the end. But then, if you get people that are that are food, everybody's got their grandma's mac and cheese recipe. You mm-hmm. know, their, their cheese sauce that's you know they do it with a roux or or y- y'all are idiots and I do it with Velveeta or I use these three cheese. Everybody's got their own mac and cheese blend, and that's great. 
Uh, some people make it, some people don't. But basically what I'm going to do is I'm going to cook these baby back ribs until they're, they're just about fall off the bone. You want them to be extra tender. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to pop the bones out like you've seen all the videos of folks pushing the bones through. We're going to get them out of there. And then I'm just going to – I like to tear it up, actually. I've tried cubing it up as well. It just doesn't – it's not as great. I like to tear it up. And the thing about baby back ribs I love with this recipe so much is you get that extra bit of loin. You get a little bit more barky rib to me with a baby back rib than you do with a spare rib. Mm-hmm. Now, by all means, you can do spare ribs if you want, and I have, but the baby back is where it's at just because, like I said, the extra barkiness. Uh, tear it up. You're going to mix it in right before you add your cheese sauce to your, to your macaroni. So it's going to have maybe 30 more minutes if you're going to bake it or smoke it. Um, and when it comes out, you give it a little drizzle of barbecue sauce right over the top. I honestly... I thought it was a good idea whenever I'd heard other people talking about it. I'd never seen a recipe, so I sort of came up with my own. And uh, it's, it's like I said, the number one thing I'm known for. I get requests for that from potlucks all the time. It's it's fantastic, and it'll serve as an entree if you want it to. Okay, let's 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 simplify it for everybody at home and for me. Um, let's pretend we're just making craft um, uh, macaroni out of a box, sure. and I've got the uh, noodles on, and I've I've poured them into the. Uh, the drainer, strainer rather, and um, I poured them back into the uh, pot. Do I put the meat in then or after I put the cheese in? So I like to put the meat in then and then pour the cheese over the top. Okay, okay. And at that time, give it a stir mm-hmm. and give that cheese sauce a taste. And if if you think maybe you want to add a little barbecue sauce to it then, I kind of do. I like to get a little bit of sweetness going in there. It's one of those things – there's a delicate balance between the right amount of, of cheese to barbecue sauce because you want like a, that tang on it, but you still want it to be mac and cheese. Um, but that that's that's the step that's going to make or break it, but it's going to be to your taste. So, you know, you get your get your spoon out and get your index finger, give it a taste. If you need to add a little bit, add a little bit. And I'm telling you, it's it's awesome. Well, well, Jeff, you know, I, I love mac and cheese. I mean, who doesn't? You know, well, who, who does? I, I saw something interesting today, a local pitmaster here. He was doing like a Sunday. He was putting beans, baked beans, then mac and cheese, coleslaw, and pork butt in a cup mm-hmm. and serving it that way. I just thought that was interesting. I, I you know, I was like indifferent. I don't know how that turned out, but that's was, that's a good word to say. That's interesting. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. interesting, and that's where we'll leave that. That's interesting. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, that's I'm that's a uh, leftovers in a that's leftovers in a glass is what they call that. <laughs> but yeah. anyway, we 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 um, digress on that. Okay, so we'll just move right on. Uh, the macaroni and cheese intrigues me. Um, uh, any, hmm, uh, you know, when you finish that, Steve, it, it's it's virtually it's the thing about macaroni is uh, it's it's done when you do it that way, right? You, okay, and so then you take it to the smoker and put it in the smoker at what temperature and for how long just to get the smokiness in there yeah you're going to want to go pretty much as low as your cooker and go this is where a pellet cooker will really shine mm-hmm. uh that new gravity will go down to 200 um you just kind of want to hold at this point and you should be pretty close to putting stuff on the table to feed folks at this point in time you know those ribs before they before you tore them up to put it in the mac and cheese they should have been done an hour maybe you yeah. know maybe two hours ago if you want to it's, it's just a great thing to get you ahead of schedule because if you're having a, any sizable cookout, there, 
there's a lot of moving pieces. We've all been there where at the end you're trying to get everything to come together. Yeah, yeah. And just something's lagging behind. So, yeah, at this point, move it to your, your smoker, move it to your oven as low as you can go. Just hold it and let that, that cheese over the top just sort of bake in, uh, you know, get that browning to it. And, you know, it's just pretty easy, pretty relaxing, and, and just really delicious. Any 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 liquid smoke added? You know, I haven't actually got any liquid smoke to play with, but I hear that butcher barbecue stuff is pretty good. Just a li- just a just a little bit, like half a teaspoon. Mm-hmm. Just a half a teaspoon. Yeah, you know, there's going to be people that uh, that are going to take issue with that. I know they're going to they're yeah. going right now. I can hear them all. But they but got you. Got to try. Right. You got to try this stuff. It's not. It's it's not. It's not a. It's just an ingredient. It's, it's a condiment. No, it's an ingredient. It's not the. It's not overpowering. You use it as just, you know, you put it in there just for the. Uh, it's like like adding uh, cumin, if you can stand cumin. You know, when you add cumin, they, you always get a recipe that says, uh, you know, one teaspoon of cumin. You go, well, if I leave this out, is anybody going to know the difference? You know, one teaspoon. Who cares? You know what I think that adds to it, Steve? What's that? It's that aroma before you taste it. I think you're right. You get, I you think get you're right, little, Jeff. You get that little hint of smoke that goes. Mm, this is about what I'm about to taste. I think you're right. I think you're right about that. I think you know you see what you eat yeah. with your eyes, but you also eat with your other senses too. And I think when you you get that little, it, not overbearing, just that little hint of smoke, it is inviting to me. I mean, I don't know about y'all. Oh, yeah. yeah, it's it's funny you mentioned that. I uh, I did some some cooking for the office earlier this weekend, and uh, we cooked for about forty people, and by the end of it, I I didn't eat anything, and. Uh, it always sort of interests people when they when they see me do that, and I got to explain to them that there's something about cooking for <laughs> that long and smelling it the whole time. I'm not hungry. Like, and I, yeah. There's something satiating about <laughs> of what you guys say. That smell of everything going on. It's just you know, it's kind of like I've been eating it all morning. Uh, Plus, yeah, I've been eating it anyway. I'm taste testing, and I'm yeah. you know, well, I'm before I serve something, I'm going to taste test stuff. I'm hungry. I want a pizza. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hey, hold that thought. We got to take our first break of the night. We have got Al's Nest Barbecue is now the Royal Oak Charcoal Dealer in Uldawai. We have the soon-to-be-famous Royal Oak 100% Charcoal Pellets in stock. Charcoal flavor on your pellet grill. That's what you get when you get your Royal Oak Pellets at the Al's Nest Barbecue Supply in Uldawai. We'll be right back with our friend Steve Dotson, America's Cookout Coach, and your 4th of July barbecue. Stay with us right here on Talk Radio 102.3, the Al's Nest Barbecue Show Live. I think you hit the nail on the head with the, with the liquids. Because I, I put some in some meatloaf I did this week, and you could smell it just a – you could smell it more you could taste it. And, you know, for your pellet smokers, that can give you that, you know, that smell of that taste again. And, you know what, I'm a firm believer. If it makes your food better, I don't care what you're putting in it. Well, that's the trouble with a pellet cooker. You just – you don't get that much smoke taste in it. I mean, look- you no matter what you do, I mean, you just don't. I don't care who you use. Um, you know, you can, uh, you just, you can, you could put almost sometimes put, cook something in an oven and cook something in a pellet cooker and pull it out. And I guarantee you, probably somebody probably couldn't tell you which one you did in the pellet cooker. You know, the Deadbrook Barbecue Nation is coming out in force on the Facebook page. That's good. Jason Haga, is that the famous cookout coach? Steve Sinet uh, is or Scott Sinet, I mean, is saying uh, Scott Sinet. Uh, Sinet is saying insanely good. Your Mac uh, 
mac and cheese. Yeah. With that's uh, that's Steve uh, Dotson's um, male crush. Yeah, and he's he's bragging on you about the West Virginia bar, uh, backyard state champion. I wish I had a press secretary as good as Steve Stennett. I was going to say he's almost my unofficial manager. I was going to say those aren't pillows. Uh, he he pretty much is my unofficial manager. Yeah. <laughs> you guys spoon. I mean, big spoon or little spoon. Yeah. Well, you're the big spoon. He's probably the little spoon. <laughs> hey, you don't know that. You may Steve Dawson may be the little spoon. You don't even know. Yeah. We're talking. We're talking a drawer full of big spoons here. <laughs> yeah, Jason, that's a Stone Mountain Barbecue. I haven't seen him do anything for a while. He's, he's, a, he's a great YouTuber to follow. He needs to get with it, though, doesn't he? Dutch is following us tonight, and Sean Cosby's following us tonight. Dutch, Dutch had a win uh, last weekend, I think. And then our usual suspects, your Al Salvage and your Tommy Hitton. Yep, Al, big Al out there. Big Al came by and watched us do a little bit of the hog last Friday night. It was a week ago tonight, wasn't it? Yes. Hey, you know, one, one story real quick. When we were up here doing the show, our buddy George Gibson was pulling the watch uh, on the on the hog cooker, and, and we had a fire. And George was there. Johnny on the spot put it out with salt. So he, he saved us. Have you ever heard that before, salt, for putting on a pit fire, Steve? For sure you have. Hey, make sure your visit to Memphis – make sure you visit – the Memphis section at the Owls Nest Barbecue Supply. Malcolm Reed, Heath Riles, Mark Williams, Mark Lambert, Memphis Original Rub and Sauce plus Barbecue Mojo Rubs. It'll take you all the way to Memphis, just like Monta Hoople, at the Owls Nest Barbecue Supply in Ottawa. Steve Dotson has no idea who Monta Hoople is. <laughs> nope, but I love the enthusiasm. But that goes back to when Steve and I were young in the music. <laughs> Hey, uh, two six seven one zero two three. If you got a, if you got a question about barbecue, like you're, you're struggling with your Fourth of July picnic, you just you know I'm lost, Steve. I'm I'm lost. Um, we I'll give you a good example. We had we were on the radio this morning, Steve Dotson, on the morning press here on Talk Radio one hundred two point three, and Kevin called in, and he he said that he had bought a a certain type of cooker. And I was I was talking to him and then talking off the air about it. it's a good cooker but it's a little more a little difficult to use and then you're gonna you're gonna have problems and I said let me tell you what's gonna happen you're gonna have a wind draft and it's gonna make that cooker go up in temperature you're gonna come back and your meat's gonna be ruined because it's gonna be sitting at 450 500 degrees when you set it at 240 blah 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 and he came in today and said I got my money back on that other cooker and bought a Green Mountain Grill. So, there you go. He came in, made the effort, came in. We talked about all the benefits of the of the uh, pellet cooker, and we got a great customer for life now. Isn't that a great story? I just thought that was fantastic. Just fantastic. All right, we've done we've done mac and cheese with uh, baby back rib meat. Um, portion wise, Steve, how many baby back ribs to how much uh, macaroni feed? How many? Yeah. So uh, I'll go one rack of ribs to a whole uh, pound of dried noodles, mm-hmm. and that'll basically fill out one full-size hotel steamer pan. So you're feeding a lot of people. Yeah. Uh, what? Any special Any spe- favorite noodle that you use? Uh, so, Elbow. <laughs> I don't know what the, they're called, but they look like the little clams. Uh, or a shet. They got a lot of ridges on them. What yeah. Or a shet. No, seashell. Yeah. And they call it seashell. Is that, is that what uh, the real name of it? Or a shet and okay. cheese sell the same thing. Okay, yeah. Yeah. So basically anything that's going to hold more cheese 
than normal. Oh, that's um, a good idea, yeah. Yeah, so anything with a lot of ridges on it is what I like. I like that. Okay, let's go to the next. That's that's our good side. All right, let's go to the next one. Uh, so here, here's the thing. It's hot, right? It's July. It, it is. If I can figure out how to feed somebody something a little cool and refreshing, I, I'm all about it. And my buddy, uh, Chris Lemon from uh, Lemon's Meat Barn, she makes sauces and rubs here in West Virginia. He's also a really good KCBS barbecue competitor. Well, last weekend, there was a turkey smoke event uh, in KCBS. And folks that don't know, Wild Turkey Federation sponsors this contest where basically you smoke turkey and you can turn in sort of anything. It's an ancillary category. And he made this smoked turkey salad, basically a chicken salad, but smoked turkey salad, Ooh. and turned it into sliders. Ooh. And, oh, and it was fantastic. Man, and the judging good. reflected that. But the, the turkey itself, when he smoked it, uh, and basically these were large turkey breasts, which can sometimes be hard to source, but, um, you know, for you and me, frozen turkeys are easy to find all the time get those thaw them out cook the whole thing yeah pull it up and mix it up um now lim is is sort of famous for uh his mustard sauce um it's it's pretty much one of my favorite spicy uh barbecue mustard sauces out there but any any barbecue mustard sauce will work great in the recipe and basically it's just a typical chicken salad recipe right you got your celery you got your mayonnaise you got some mustard or in this case we're using the mustard barbecue sauce mm-hmm. it and um, that smoked turkey just sets it off. And when things cool down after you cook them, and you guys will know this, but folks that aren't that familiar might not know, after you smoke a piece of meat, you know, whether it's you've been in it, you can't taste it, or what the case is, once you let it cool down, that smoke flavor really concentrates in there. And as you put it in with that mayonnaise and those other fats, um, it's really going to let it move throughout and sort of bloom. And become just a fantastic flavor in the background of this salad or this uh yeah turkey salad but more than that like i said it gives people a break from the heat and all the hot uh entrees and whatnot and just gives them something nice yeah. and refreshing to eat it's really fantastic and you know i don't know about y'all but it seems to me that turkey takes takes smoke better than chicken you know a smoked turkey always tastes better than a smoked chicken I, I think can taste more smoke yeah. in a piece of turkey than I ever can in a piece of chicken. Right, and I don't know if if that's true or not, but it just it seems to me to be that way. Now, how good would how good would a I never thought about doing chicken salad with turkey. I don't know why I never thought about that, but what a, what a great idea because turkey's got such a better it's got a better taste. It's got a more bold taste. Um, just think if he did it with turkey thighs. Yeah, I mean, you yeah, know. So- I mean, I don't know if he's watching that. He might be, but uh, Lim, if you're yeah, if you're listening, Lim, you were if you had a breast, you were right next to the thigh for guy's sake. Well, <laughs> you so grab the, the thigh. The turkey smoke contest work is they'll actually uh, like for instance, last week was Purdue. They'll actually go get uh, a turkey breast and supply it to the competitors. Now you're allowed. To oh, okay. Whatever you want. Oh, okay. But yeah, the thing there is, you know, for for normal folks, unless like in my grocery store, I can get turkey wings pretty regularly and turkey drumsticks fairly regularly, but uh, turkey thighs are a little tricky to find, but I do agree. Like some thighs or some drumsticks, some of that dark meat. If you would smoke that up, um, because of the moisture retention of that, that's actually a really, really good idea. I'll, if he's not watching that, I'll definitely tell him that because it was really good to begin with. And I think that could take it to the next level, Steve. I think you're onto something. Well, it, it does sound good. Two six seven one zero two three. That's our number. Two six seven. One zero two three. If you've got a question for America's Cookout Coach, we talked about um, a macaroni and um, 
baby back ribs uh, combination. We just finished talking about a, um, a a chicken salad made with turkey, and that is certainly way way outside the box. Um, Steve, you know I know like on on your I know you'll be cooking this weekend. Like what will what will America's cookout coach be serving up to his uh, vast um, family and friends? Um, hoedown in West Virginia. Hoedown. Well, so this is the funny part. Is for a lot of people, they always ask me when I'm cooking on holidays. And honestly, I don't cook a ton on holidays. And when I do, I keep it extra simple because I've already ran through a lot of recipes in the weeks leading to usually mm-hmm. um, for the for the YouTube channel. But, you know, this weekend it'll probably be some sort of steaks. Um, you know, I, I come from rural West Virginia. We've got – we raise in our own beef, so – We'll throw out some steaks from there, um, some hot dogs for the kiddos, uh, maybe some hamburgers, and you know, we keep it extra simple, extra traditional. You know, there'll be there'll be macaroni salad, there'll be coleslaw, probably there'll be watermelon cut up. You know, we keep it extra simple cookout where I come from, um, and it's just mainly to relax a little bit. Uh, that sounds good. Occasionally, yeah. If if the timing lines up and I'm shooting a video. Uh, like that that was sort of the genesis of the baby back mac and cheese was it came to either Memorial Day or um, July 4th I can't remember and then after it left my parents house it went to my brother's work and word began to spread that way um, it, it just depends it depends on what kind of mood I'm in but generally we relax a little bit you know we we just cook some steaks and uh, you know sometimes there's some some cold shrimp and again you got to get that cold dish in there in the heat and just relax and enjoy each other's company. All right, we've got Ivan on line one, two lines open here on Talk Radio 102.3. Ivan, what is your question for America's cookout coach, Steve Dotson? Yeah, I got a question. I got a question for the coach. On your hot and fast brisket, uh, is there anything you would have changed on that, Steve? Oh, goodness. Did I cook that video uh, a while ago? Um I would have injected it. I didn't inject it just because I didn't have any injection on hand. It was a prime brisket, and it came out great. But at the very end of it, it got just a touch crumbly on the sides. And I think if I would have added a little bit of injection, I could have pushed it that extra that I wanted to without having those edges crumble. But that was actually a fantastic brisket. What temperature did you cook it at, Steve? Uh, Well, I'm certain I cooked it at 275 to 300, Mm -hmm. mostly 300. Um, I cooked it on a Chuggerler Offset Competition Pro, which is just a small, you know, backyard offset, but it runs really well. And um, I think I took it up to an internal of 207 in the flat. And I knew I was pushing it, but I was cooking that to feed some friends where, you know, you know they're going to forgive some extra tenderness, right? Because we're just going to drag it right back through that au jus mm-hmm. and uh, moisten that up if we need to. When you do a brisket, where do you take your um, temperature readings? In the flat or the point? I like to take it in the flat, right, sort of, sorry, so this is, if this is your point and this is your flat, mm-hmm. I like to take it right about where the two muscles overlap. Mm-hmm. Um, because you, know, you get too far down the flat, unless you've got an extraordinary brisket, it's starting to taper, and I know that's going to be a loss. In the point, once I get it over a certain temperature, I know it's going to be fantastic, so I kind of try to guess where the, the, the sort of, the most important part of the flat is where if I do it wrong, it's going to be bad. If I do it right, it's going to be fantastic. And so I try to save that portion. Everything to the point side is already going to be great. Everything to the flat side of that is probably a loss anyways. Yeah. Not a bad point. Hey, let's take our second break of the night. We are talking with Steve Dotson, 
America's cookout coach. If you want a grill that will elevate your outdoor cooking area, then look no further than the Memphis wood-fired pellet grill. Zero to 350 degrees in under 10 minutes. Plus, the built-in steak sear will make your already amazing steaks just a little bit better. The Memphis wood-fired pellet grill. Nothing else like it. Right now available at the Owl's Nest Barbecue Supply in Ottawa. Stay with us on the Owl's Nest Barbecue Show live here on Talk Radio 102.3-267-1023. That's our number. We are talking with America's cookout coach, Steve Dotson. We'll be right back. Steve, what's your favorite cold appetizer to make for a holiday like that? Uh, cold appetizer. Gosh, Jeff, I'm not. I'm you know I'm not. I'm not like you. You 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 know how to cook. I don't. Um, I tell you what, I'm going to try though, and I'm going to try it tomorrow night. We're having some friends over. I'm going to take some of the um, Craig Sherry's uh, uh, rib jelly, one of them, and uh, one of the there was a customer that recommended this to me uh, today, and mix it with some um, uh, cream cheese. And then mm. use it as a spread. I'm going to use triscuits. Mm-hmm. And uh, what do you what do you think about that, fellas? I think that's going to. That I think that sounds fantastic. great, doesn't it? Sounds Steve, can you get that. can you get orzo pasta by you? Oh yeah. Okay, I try to find a lemon or uh, garlic orzo, and I'll make a Greek pasta salad with it. So I'll put in Kalamata olives, feta cheese, some cucumber, some red onion. Um, I might put some artichoke heart in there. And I'll do it in a uh, homemade lemon vinaigrette and make an orzo salad. And that's, uh, that's like a staple for the holidays with, you know, in the summer holidays for my family. That sounds fantastic. So my, my grandmother, um, she, she passed two or three years ago now. Um, and, but she was always the one who fed the entire family. Like, if you showed up at her house, suddenly she was going to empty your entire refrigerator. And if she didn't have something you wanted, she was going to make it for you. But she sort of had this famous in the family um, macaroni salad and, and potato salad, which was the same dressing. Just, But it's like nuclear yellow because just the way Grandma made it. And it is just the best macaroni salad I've ever had in my life. So I haven't made a video on that yet. Uh, I haven't gotten around to sharing that one with the world. But it is, it is fantastic. And if we're going to have a large gathering of my family, that macaroni salad is probably going to be there. And, and that's, you know, that's sort of our go-to cold thing. Meathead on Amazing Ribs has got a great German potato salad, too, that really goes well with the backyard barbecue. Nice. Yeah, there, so, there's I, nothing about potato salad I don't love. I love potato yeah. salad. My wife could eat potato salad every day. I could eat it. I, I could do. I could eat it. I mean, I could for, eat it as for a meal. lunch and dinner, and that's yeah, it. As the meal. Yeah, absolutely. Either a three-bean salad or macaroni or a potato salad, she's yeah, good. Do me a favor. Check on, just check on her real quick. Just make sure she's there's good. a... I did want to bring it up on the show tonight because I haven't actually got to test this recipe. But from when I first started smoking, one of my favorite things to do, one of my wife's favorite things, I would make is a side of uh, bacon grease smoked pota- roasted potatoes. And I really want to take and try that, cook them, cool them, and then put them in potato salad. I think that would just be awesome. Mm-hmm. But uh, uh I, I haven't tested yes, I didn't want to bring it to your radio show, but man, I think it'll be bang whenever I whenever I try that. That By sounds the way, good. That Ivan guy, he sounded kind of familiar. Uh can't as can't. Yeah, yeah, I thought so. We knew that. 
But I'm glad he called. I'm glad you called, Ken. I wish all the others would call. Oh, okay. you know, you know, that was Dutch as Ivan. Yeah, you know, Reiser's always <laughs> talking about going. You know, we watch his stupid show on Sundays, and uh, he's always, you know, but he always says he's on a date night on Fridays. He can't watch my stupid show, you know. So, <laughs> and his show is much more stupider than my show. At least I have guests, and we, he sits there and talks to himself. <laughs> I mean, I've been on his show way less than I've been on your show. I know, I know. I'm on a show June 11th. Yeah. And I, yeah, and I had to talk my way on. I had to give July, him like, July, to, 11th. Like July, 11th. July 11th. Yeah, I had to like give him a resume of why I should be on his show. <laughs> <laughs> well, I had my. And he's not even doing the interview. Charlie's doing the interview. I you love know. Charlie. I love Charlie too. But I mean, you know, when you're on somebody's, that'd be like. Uh, me, me having you on, I go, hey, Aaron, interview, interview this loser. Talk Radio 102.3. Hey, the Green Mountain Grill has established itself as the leader in popular price smokers, low and slow or hot and fast. The Green Mountain Grill can do it all and at a cost anyone can afford. Simply... They're built better, and they cost less. Buy yours at the Owl's Nest Barbecue Supply in Udawa. We will have our Green Mountain Grill cranked up tomorrow with the Royal Oak 100% charcoal pellets, and we are doing a uh, pork butt for a customer. We'll be doing it starting early in the morning, so if you want to come by and check it out, check out the Green Mountain Grill in action and all you people that have been asking about the pellets, you can check out the uh, Royal Oak Pellets in action. All that going on tomorrow at the Owlsness Barbecue Supply right next store to the Midnight Oil where we'll be putting on tires and changing oil and changing windshield wipers and all that kind of good stuff. Now, now in West Virginia, Steve, surely you've got a gas station with a barbecue supply store next door. I mean, I didn't, I didn't invent this, did I? Uh, it's not up in my neck. Have you ever had one where they had a comedian in the garage and also had cooking classes going on yeah. the same day? Because Steve has. <laughs> I do that every day. <laughs> with the, can't say I've been there for that. Steve. With the barbecue guy, the wind tunnel thing, and the bubbles going on. And it's, wavy, it's like going to the circus. It's the wavy, wacky guy. Yeah, the wavy, wacky, the wavy, guy. wacky guy. Yeah. Steve Dotson, the Amer- <laughs> America's cookout coach with us here on the Owls Nest Barbecue Show Live. Call us at 267 267- 1023 if you're if your 4th of July picnic's just not coming together if you're con- confused on what kind of meats to cook. Um, Steve, let's talk about something um, that we can cook for the people or help them with that's um, kind of a uh, not a real long cook but not a real short cook. What would you recommend? Um, Jeff and I before the show we were talking about tri-tips. And um, and I know they're a little bit and I know they're hard to find in, in Tennessee. I'm, I'm sure they're hard to find in West Virginia as well because we just don't – usually the butchers, you know, chop them up into stew meat when they come in. But um, what about what about a, a tri-tip, um, a, a baby back ribs, spare ribs, something that's, you know, a medium cook where you don't have to spend all day? So, yeah, funny, as soon as you said that, my first thought went to tri-tip as well. And not that it's any easier to find up here, but – at um, at Sam's Clubs or at some of the local grocery stores, they they are like sold as prepackaged and sort of brining essentially. Um, so they'll be in some sort of solution, and those can be hit and miss. I always tell people 
if if you're gonna try one of those and sitting in solution, make sure you get one that you know hasn't been sitting out for a week. If it's getting up close to that due date or that that sell by date, mm-hmm. avoid it. Not because I'm worried about it going bad, but because I've done it before without paying attention. It's just so salty because it's in that solution yeah. for so long. Yeah. But yeah, tri tip would be an excellent one because basically um, you're just slowly bringing that up, and once it hits a solid medium, you're, you're good to cut it up. The the other things that I always recommend to folks are um, take a, a pork tenderloin or a pork loin, and I I will take a pork tenderloin and just let it slowly come up, never sear it, but let it I'll coat it heavy and rub so it barks up real nice. Mm-hmm. This will take on the back rib. T- uh, the wife loves it when I do that. Uh, she she likes the extra barkiness, and so we never sear it. We just will let it cook until you know again it hits that 145 mark on a, on a piece of pork. And, you know, it's like an hour, maybe an hour and 20 minutes, depending on what you're cooking at. You can cook it at pretty much whatever temperature you want to. And it's really just an opportunity for you to get to know how your cooker runs. And, and that's one of the biggest things I preach to folks is you've got to understand how your cooker likes to run before you can really start getting some in-depth, um, just phenomenal cooks out of when you do those bigger proteins. You know, one of the most forgotten pieces of meat, I think, is the, is the uh, tenderloin and the, or even just the pork loin um, mm-hmm. from the pig. You know, the pork loin. Uh, is so big it feeds so many people uh, not very expensive at all and if you want to try it on a rotisserie I did one a couple weeks ago on my uh, Green Mountain Grill um, the taste is is phenomenal far better than pork butt you know pulled pork uh, I'm talking about you know slicing this meat up Jeff on a slider and uh, Steve uh, you know on one of those Martin's uh, slider buns those real soft uh, buns, th- those things are just fantastic. Other than a good rib, I'm a loin guy. Yeah, I'm 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 a loin guy. We do a pork loin once a week. You know, really? there's no fat in them. They're you know they're they're healthy, good for you. Um, Steve, what is your method on a pork loin? So on a pork loin, I will cook it um, low. I don't want to say low and slow. Hot and fast, hotter and faster than I normally would, like 300 to 350, because mm-hmm. I want to let it sort of come up slow, because as, as you guys know, we're not searing it, so that's slower than that, but I want to get that fat that I'm going to leave on the outside popping some, because if you can get that fat like melting and popping a little bit mm-hmm. on that pork chop that you've just made, because you're going to slice them into pork chops, like you said, bring it to a perfect, you know, 140 and let it rest up or 145 and let it go for whatever your particular preference is um man you're right it's just it's life changing and i grew up in a house where when we had pork chops they were thin pork chops and there were no internal thermometers so you know those things were cooked to like 200 degrees yeah. and i grew up hating pork chops and then not at them pork loins <laughs> yeah so yeah. when you do it right you need it to be on there long enough and hot enough temperature to get that fat popping but then keep it nice and, and uh, medium in there. It's hard to beat. You're not wrong. Where that fat starts to split and blister. Mm-hmm. That's good. Yep. That's where. And, and you know the thing about a, a pork a, a pork loin is you know you can put such a sweet uh, basting when you when you're cooking it. You can baste it with um, um, like a rib glaze or even almost a ham glaze if you if you've got some of that apple uh, cinnamon ham glaze around that that works just fantastic on them and you know that's something that you know it's not very expensive you can cook on any type of a grill you can cook it on a uh, pellet grill you can put it on your charcoal grill your 
what are those things called? The uh, Weber uh, kettles that everybody's got that I don't have. I've never I had have, one. I have one. You know, yeah, it, everybody's got one except me. It's a versatile meat that you can you yeah. can glaze with maple syrup. You can glaze. I mean, there's so many things you can do with the pork loin. Mm-hmm. And uh, you don't have to, you know, like you say, Steve. You, you know, 140 degrees is is cooked. It, it's it's medium rare, um, unlike the way our moms used to do it. You know, you know, you have to cook chicken to 350 degrees or you'll die. Yeah. <laughs> you remember remember the fried chicken? Yeah, and make sure you cut. That's right. Yeah. Make sure you cut every single one opens. So you know, so the grease gets up in it real good, and it makes that makes that three hundred ten degree chicken taste even better. You know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the the pork the pork the pork loin I, I love. I absolutely love the pork loin. Let's take our last break of the night, Steve. We'll come back and we'll wrap this thing up on the uh, Owl's Nest Barbecue Show Live with America's Cookout Coach Steve Dodson. We're helping you get to where you need to be on Sunday, you know, 4th of July or whenever your big picnic and cookout's going on. Uh, when you want plenty of flavor on your barbecue, you want Uncle Steve's Shake Rubs. Plenty of flavors to choose from that are test- time-tested by the greatest backyard barbecuers there are. Just like you. Get your Uncle Steve's Rubs at Owl's Nest Barbecue Supply in Ottawa. Go through the front door, Turn to the right, go all the way down that aisle right next to Butcher Barbecue, up on the top row on the right. All Uncle Steve's shake rubs available at the Owl's Nest Barbecue Supply and Noodle. We'll be right back with Steve Dotson, America's Cookout Coach, here on Talk Radio 102.3. Stay with us. Steve, you're awesome as always. I can't believe we forgot about pork loin until the end of the show. You know, I always forget about it because it, you know why? Because it's the number one forgettable meat that there is. And nowadays, with you know the price of meats, it's you know you typically get that two ninety nine, three ninety nine a pound. Where that's about what you're paying for a pork butt now. Yeah, it's two forty nine yeah. to two sixty nine here. Yeah, it, it, exactly. My I bought one day it was two forty nine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I actually did a video uh, into spring, beginning of spring maybe uh, about. You know, what's the first meat you should cook on a smoker when you get it brand new? I said pork loin because you can just you can abuse it however you want to on the smoker, and when it hits 140, take it off and eat it. Yep, and it works great on a rotisserie too. That really makes a lot of sense, especially for that fat, because like I said, to me, the difference between a good pork loin and a bad pork loin is if you got that fat nice and, and ready to go. Of course, I'm a I'm a fat eater. If you're not a fat eater, I guess it doesn't matter. But yeah, to me, you got to get that right. When we were when we were at the World Foods in in 2017, the ancillary contest the day before the barbecue contest was uh, sponsored by Smithfield. It was pork loin, not not a tenderloin, but a pork loin. I look for color in a pork loin. I want it reddish. Yeah, it's got to be. I don't. I don't want that white pork loin. Pork is red. Pork is red. It's not white. That's important to me. Hey, Steve, on that whole hog, we packed the uh, spinal. We can't, we pack the uh, spine with um, sausage just to pork sausage mm-hmm. just to kind of hold that you know the, that temperature down, and you and I'm gonna tell you what that was about the best tasting stuff you ever had you know, was the sausage when we, we, <laughs> were, we, we were we were the next morning we were kicking ourselves <laughs> in the rinse and we should have made some biscuits yeah and you know, gosh almighty that was good <laughs> yeah it was it was we, good we mixed it up into the into the pork and made some sandwiches and you know gave them out and the people were saying. What is in this? It's it's this awesome. I said the sausage. You go. Oh, this is great. I'll tell you what. That ham we injected that with the the sweet cure from Butcher Barbecue. Yeah, we did. We cured Steve it. Steve and I did that Thursday. We cured the hams overnight and in that thing. 
And hey, don't laugh. It works. Oh, my God. Steve, Hey, my wife doesn't like a ham. I gave her a piece of that because she came over to try it. And she goes, oh, my God, that's the best piece of pig I ever had. I go, that's a ham, honey. <laughs> a fresh ham does not have the taste as a cured ham does. I'm, I'm no, sorry. Not at all. And it was so easy. We just injected the heck out of it the night before, put it back in the cooler, and, um, man, it did great. You still there? You still there, Steve, Steve Dotson? He's frozen up. He froze up. Take us home, Steve. I might have to. Uh, Dutch is saying he's getting a pork butt for a dollar forty nine in Iowa. There, there you go. He's back. You're back. We lost you there for a minute. I've been, been meaning to tell you, Steve. Uh, I'm thinking about doing a competition in Tinker, Alabama. Visit World. Hold that thought. Hold that thought. Hold that thought. Wwf.org slash love. Talk radio one oh two point three. Hey, welcome back to the Owls Nest Barbecue Show Live. Myron Mixon, Matt Pittman, David Bosca, Rub Bagby, Mike Davis. You've heard of all these guys, haven't you? And all these guys barbecue rubs. And sauces are available at the Allison's Barbecue Supply in Ottawa. Got the reason we stock the things that we stock is because these pros know flavor, and they've already done the work that you don't have to do in trying to mix up a rub in your kitchen. We have it. Don't try. Don't even try. Just just come by the store and tell me what you're looking for, and I'll point you right to the right guy who's got the rub that you're looking for. Favorite pros flavor. It's right here at the Owl's Nest Barbecue Supply. 267-1023. Now, Steve, what were you saying? You're going where and when and how? Right. So I think it is uh, the first or second weekend of August. uh, There is a backyard uh, KCBS competition in Glencoe, Alabama, Mm -hmm. which will take me directly down 95 right past the Owl's Nest Barbecue, I'm pretty sure. Well, you'll have to get on 75. Because yes, I, the last time I checked, it was I, I was off of I seventy five. Yes, I was. Okay, there we go. All right. <laughs> but yeah. see, ninety five goes down the coast. Yeah, I ninety five to Florida, straight down the coast. Oh my bad, my bad. There's yeah. a five in there. There's definitely a five in there, and it went right past Chattanooga and Ewa. Yes, so, just, uh, yeah. I would divert through that way anyway because it's a much nicer ride. Just jump down on an I seventy five when you hit the uh, Tennessee Kentucky line, and you're into Tennessee. Just wait till you get to exit eleven. And, and get off, and I will be glad to be hospitable to I'll, the to the. I'll, I'll put you up for the night to the DQ barbecue team. <laughs> That's good. Uh, we don't we don't let any uh, grass grow. We, we're usually in and out. We don't really stop too much, but we will need fuel, so I'll definitely be there. Well, if you just stopped for a minute and bought something, Steve, I would be honored. I got I, I got a message off the. Uh, the uh, Facebook talk, page. Talk to the microphone. Talk to the microphone. Greg Jackson is saying, "Really great show. Just three cooks talking about food. Thanks. That's, <laughs> you know, just three people talking about food." All right, let's wrap. Let's wrap up this. Um, we have three minutes to wrap up this picnic, fellas. Um, I'll go first since it's my show. I'll take. I'll take executive privilege. And what are we doing? We are doing hamburgers tomorrow night because I'll be busy all day on the fourth. We're doing hamburgers with the. Um, Appetizer is going to be um, Craig Sherry's um, rib glaze mixed with uh, cream cheese on a Triscuit and then burgers that are uh, 
thin, not not thick. I don't want meatballs. I want a burger, okay? And we're going to keep it simple. Lettuce on the bottom so the bun doesn't get all raggedy. And uh, that's what we're going to have. Go ahead, Jeff. What are y'all doing? I'm doing smash burgers on the griddle. I'm going to do a shrimp cocktail with royal red shrimp. I'm going to do the orzo salad. And then anything else, guests are bringing. Steve Dotson? Uh, we're going to be doing steaks. You know, the smattering of ribeye, New York strip, and uh, filet, just kind of what comes out of the freezer. There's a good chance there will be some shrimp cocktail uh, going on there. And uh, just some uh, grandma's classic macaroni salad mixed with some uh, random fruits and vegetable salad. Man, it sounds good. I, I challenge everybody out there to get outside of the box a little bit this weekend and make something from scratch, be it macaroni, be it coleslaw, make your own, make your own. And if it's coleslaw, do everybody a favor and do it with mayonnaise, okay? That's what we like is mayonnaise, coleslaw. Everybody brings, what is it, the vinegar? Is it vinegar? Vinegar-based coleslaw. Vinegar-based coleslaw. And I will eat that, gladly eat that. But, baby, you bring me some mayonnaise coleslaw, I'm all about it. The only time that vinegar... The only time that vinegar base is there is a lime cilantro on a Cuban. All right, Steve Dotson, where can we find you on social media? we got one minute. You can find me on YouTube at Cookout Coach. is the biggest place to find me. But if you want to talk to me, reach out to me on Facebook at Cookout Coach and also on Instagram at Cookout Coach. I answer across all platforms, and I'm just here to help you take your barbecue to the next level. Steve Dotson, America's Cookout Coach. See him and a social media platform near you. We got to go. We will be back here next Friday night with uh, Megan Day from, um, if you saw Barbecue Brawl last Monday, she was kicked off the island. Why, I don't know, but uh, we'll we'll go over that. And uh, But also Megan is a uh, Royal Oak ambassador, and she is a a barbecue goddess. And I can't believe she's going to be on this show. It's it's. It's the biggest guest since uh, Steve Dotson. So we'll see you back here <laughs> next Friday night. I have all, the, all of our friends on the radio. We're going to bid farewell. Good night and good luck. All right. Good job, Steve Dotson. Always a good guest. Good job. Um, you got any, you got any helpers in your family? You got any kids that like to grill you? Are they old enough to grill yet, or are you still they aren't, changing they aren't diapers? No, I got a I got an eight year old and a four year old, and uh, I've actually got another one on the way in October. Hey, all but, right. Um, yeah, the four year old, she's a little carnivore. She gets mad whenever I cook without her. Really? Oh yeah, she loves it. Well, that's fantastic. In October. October, yeah, with the first boy coming into the family in October, so little boy. Yep. All right. Yep. You gonna name him Steve Ray? Steve Ray Dotson. Thought about it. It's still in the running. I mean, he's not here yet, so nothing's in stone. Well, Mrs. Dotson, if you're listening, Steve Ray Dotson sounds mighty good. There's a, a, a friend of mine who owned a pizza restaurant and said if I name my kid after him, they'd have free pizza for life. <laughs> that sounds good. Um, now, when's this contest in Alabama? The first weekend of August? Yeah, I think it's August 5th and 6th. Maybe. It's Friday and Saturday. Okay. Is it a double? Second weekend. Is it a double? It's a, it is a double, but the Friday is they're doing an Ironman. It's not KCBS sanctioned, but it's it sounds like a fun idea. They're going to give us one rack of ribs, either spare or baby back. You don't know, and six pieces of chicken, either thighs or drumsticks. You don't know, um, and you got to turn it in like you would a KCBS turn in. So mm-hmm. that's Friday, and then Saturday is a traditional KCBS uh, sanctioned. And basically, because the baby's coming in October, I'm going to cut my season 
short, yeah. off at the end of September. And like I said, currently we're sitting number one at ribs. So I've got to try to build as much points as I can before, you know, we put the end of the season. And you've told this baby that he better stay in there, right? Yeah, he understands. Oh, okay. That's good. Yeah. You got to be, you got to be strict with these kids nowadays. Yeah. Start out early. Start them early. Start them early. Start them in the womb. Yeah. Say, listen, listen, little Steve Ray, you need to stay in there. Responsibility. <laughs> um, well, make sure you stop by, you know, call me on when you're almost there and, um, We'll clear off a uh, 20, 30-minute spot. We'll go eat and uh, have a big time. I'll make sure I do. Yeah. You know, Reicher keeps, Reicher keeps threatening to come down to uh, Tennessee and spend the night. <laughs> but he wants to stay in the house. I don't, I don't know what that's yeah. about. He says, I want to stay yeah. in your house. I'll put Reicher up in a tent <laughs> in the backyard. I don't know about that. <laughs> All right, Steve Dodson, we're going to let you go, man. Thank you so much for All being right, on the Owl's Nest Barbecue Show live here on Facebook. We always appreciate your visit. You're the you're a prince of a guy, and we appreciate it very much. Yes, All right, have a good one. All right, dump this guy here. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody, thank you for watching. Thank dump you for listening. This guy. Everybody, have a good thanks or have a good Thanksgiving. Okay, screw Fourth uh, of Fourth July. July. Just go right. Just go right into Thanksgiving, and we'll be back here next Friday night. Megan is a going to be a great guest. She is the the blonde headed girl with the visor. Got kicked off because her lemon tart didn't rise enough but the, one of her teammates got to stay on when he had when he had burnt chili and we're gonna we're gonna go through that and we're gonna talk about that and um all kinds of fun stuff with megan we're also be talking about royal oak charcoal she is an ambassador and uh she is a sharp sharp barbecue person and like i said i cannot believe we've got her on the show she is a a, a big time national barbecue person and i'm so happy that she has decided to spend an hour with us next Friday night. So until next Friday night, I bid you farewell. And as always, good night and good luck. <laughs>